Hey there, it's Clay with ModernLove.Life, and in this video, we're going to be discussing five surprising signs you and your ex can actually get back together. Just the other day, I was on a group coaching call with our commit group, and um, you know, we were talking to some of the new clients that had joined us, and um, I was actually noticing a few things that were like, okay, there's actually some really good signs here. And so I wanted to share those with you because maybe these are some things that you're experiencing as well too. Maybe these are some things that could be going on in your dynamic with your ex. So let's go ahead and get right into this. The first one is that your ex is actually being honest with you rather than, you know, just brushing you off or, um, you know, just saying what they think that you want to hear. And Honesty is actually a very good sign, especially if it involves being uncomfortable, having uncomfortable conversations about, I'm, I'm actually really upset at you because of this, or uh, when you did that, it actually really hurt me, or things like that. These are really good indicators that you know you and your ex actually can get back together. Why is this? Well, obviously, I think being honest and truthful is an important factor in having a great relationship with someone. You know, you want to be in a relationship with someone who is going to tell it to you straight because that's how you're going to be able to correct course if need be. On the other hand, if you're in a relationship with someone who's just going to, you know, stuff it back and just kind of avoid rocking the boat, um, you know, that's how you end up in one of these situations where, you know, 10, 15, 20, whatever years down the road, they just say, you know what, I'm leaving. Um, it's time for me to live my life for me. So we want to be careful about that. And what you want to make sure that you're doing, though, is welcoming this honesty and actually meeting them with it and engaging with the honesty in a, in a, in a potentially uncomfortable way. It's absolutely okay if things aren't all great and wonderful and fluffy and nice and friendly and happy. Um, because the truth is, in many situations and many times, there are going to be uncomfortable conversations you're going to have to have. There are going to be conversations that you're going to have to have about dynamics that aren't working, about misunderstandings, about hurt feelings. And you want to be able to actually have this kind of conversation. Yeah, it can be uncomfortable, but if you and your ex are willing to step into that discomfort, then you're actually having what you know I would call a positive interaction. When I usually say positive, uh, people think that it means, you know, hey, laughing, joking around, smiling, flirting, all that stuff. And sure, that stuff can be positive, but in a sort of positive uh, sense, what I'm talking about really is, are we actually getting closer together emotionally? Are we getting real with one another? Are we actually getting dialed into what's really happening? Or are we just sort of like, you know, dancing around, keeping each other at arm's length? Uh, not really addressing the the actual things that are happening between the two of us. And, you know, when you're willing to get real and when you're willing to have a positive interaction, it can look many different ways. It could look like laughing, happiness, joking around, all that sort of stuff. It can look like flirting. It can look like uh, crying. It can look like one of these really intense conversations where you're having uncomfortable uh, uh, discussions about things that happened or things that are happening. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that your ex is taking you and your feelings into consideration. As a part of any human interaction, there are going to be misunderstandings. And then because of those misunderstandings, there's going to be times when we have our feelings hurt. And so what we want to do is to just sort of notice like, okay, our, is, our, is our ex, is our partner actually taking into consideration our feelings and the effect that they might be having with us or that these misunderstandings might be having with us? Um, and are they doing their best to, to, you know, actually 
be considerate of your feelings. Like if they're dating someone else, are they avoiding talking about that around you and being considerate of that? Um, now, sure, you know, if you press and you're like, oh, who are you with and all that stuff? Yeah, they might come forward and be like, oh, yeah, I was on a date. But when it comes to them just kind of catching up and just telling you what's going on, you know, they're just like, oh, I was just hanging out with someone. Oh, yeah, I, you know, I was just I was just out doing this or whatever. Um, but, you know, maybe from, from one way or another, they were actually out on a date or something like that. Then, you know, they're taking your feelings into consideration. Or if, uh, you know, they, they stand up to defend you or something like that against, um, you know, someone who's maybe making some negative comment or something like that, that shows that they're taking your feelings into consideration. And that just shows that they do sort of hold you in a positive uh, form of, of respect. And that is obviously a, a positive sign that the two of you can work things out and get back together. The third thing is that they turn toward you as opposed to turning away from you during difficult times. Now, this is actually a thing from John Gottman. Um, in his book, he talks about, well, he talks about a lot of things, but one of the things he talks about is, you know, one of the predictors of a, a couple, a marriage, being able to make it is that they turn toward one another as opposed to turning away from one another. And uh, turning toward one another is basically like, okay, whenever there's something happening, we can either tur turn toward one another and actually, you know, work it out, actually try to repair things, actually try to get past our differences, or we can just turn away from one another and, you know, withdraw, get hurt and all of that. And, it, and, you know, there can be a little bit of both, right? Sometimes people do get hurt. They do pull back and sulk for a bit or something. But if they then try to come forward and, you know, patch things up with you or something like that, then that shows like, okay, there's still some degree of relationship building happening here. And it shows that they are trying to put in some degree of effort. Okay, if they just pull back, and then, you know, you have to, I don't know, beg and plead and, you know, all that stuff, um, in order just in order to get them to acknowledge you. And even still, there's like, yeah, but it's still 100% your fault or something like that, then that can be a little bit of a, diff a difficult situation. If you are in that kind of place, then we need to look at why that might be going on. There could be a totally reasonable uh, explanation for why it's going on, uh, such as maybe, you know, hurt feelings that need to be resolved or something like that. Or there could be something else that's going on, you know, like, uh, okay, this is just, um, you know, a lost cause for whatever reason. Um, the fourth sign, surprisingly, that you and your ex can uh, get back together is if you make sure you hit that like button for the algorithm. Uh, you know, I'm trying to be funny about this because I've seen other people do it, but... I think I just have too much of a dry sense of humor. You know, at some point when I was a teenager or something, I heard some kind of rule that like, hey, you know, it's it's bad taste to laugh at your own jokes. So I've, I've always tried to not do that, but I think it's caused me to have sort of a dry sense of humor. At least that's what people tell me. But anyway, yeah, go ahead, hit that thumbs up button. It, it would really help me out uh, a lot. It's a free way to support the channel. Um, anyway, the, the fourth real sign that you and your ex could get back together is if they seem a little bit suspicious of positive changes in you or the dynamic between the two of you. So like, what do I mean by this? Now, after a breakup, you know, it, it's normal to kind of take stock and say like, okay, like what happened? Was I just not showing up the best that I could in the relationship? Maybe. I know that oftentimes a lot of people can blame themselves for the breakup and say, oh, you know, I messed up. I did this wrong. I did that wrong. And maybe you did. I don't know. But um, I don't want you to unnecessarily take on the burden of the whole thing. 
However, you know, after a breakup, people do often do some soul searching and say, you know what, okay, I'm going to shift my priorities. I'm going to show up as a better partner, a better uh, husband or wife, a better whatever. Um, and I want to do things like be more emotionally available. I want to prioritize our connection instead of work. I want to do this instead of that. Um, or maybe it's just something related to the dynamic itself. Like maybe as you've done things like gone through some of our trainings on advanced relational skills or communication or whatever, um, you may be bringing yourself to the relationship and the dynamic in a different way. And suddenly it's starting to go better. And if that's happening, um, you know, your ex may be suspicious of this. It's like, hey, why are you doing this? Why are you taking such an interest in me suddenly? Why now? Why only after we broke up is this happening? Is this worth something for you? This is, number one, a good thing because it's they're recognizing the positive change. But what's also happening is they're not putting their full trust into it yet. And that's normal. That's to be expected. You know, when someone has a, a very sharp change in behavior or when there's a very sharp change in the dynamic between the two of you, it's normal to be a little bit curious about it and basically say, what's going on here? Is this just some gimmick that you picked up? Is this just you on a good day? Is this just you on your best behavior? Is this just you trying really hard to make things work? Um, what's, what's going on here? And so they're going to be naturally suspicious and probably not trust this too much. Now, granted, they might like it a lot. They probably do like it a lot. However, it's going to take uh, consistency to actually get them to really trust that this is just the way things are now. This is the real deal. You know, nobody wants to be duped into some sort of relationship. And then it's like, okay, that was me on my best behavior. That was me trying some gimmick that I learned on the internet, some reverse psychology BS or something. Um, and, and we got back together and you know, now it's just back to the same old relationship that I walked out of in the first place. Nobody wants to do that. And so they're going to need some sort of consistency in place before they eventually just say, that's it. Okay, I get it. At first, I was a little bit suspicious of it. At first, I was a little bit wary of it, but I get it. That's just how things are now. You know, maybe you did actually work on communication or you did work on the anger thing or you did work on the, the, the being emotionally withdrawn thing or whatever it was. And now you are actually uh, able to have a better dynamic with me. And once they actually put the trust into it, then that's when things get a lot better. But if they're suspicious of it, it shows that they're noticing it and that they like it, but they still need that consistency to actually build the trust into it, okay? And the fifth sign, surprising sign, that your ex is uh, uh, open to getting back together with you is if they actually discount themselves. This one is actually surprising because, you know, you'd think if they wanted to get back together with you, they would really try to, you know, align things to make that work. But as we've talked about on the five stages your ex goes through in getting back together, we have a playlist on that, by the way. You can find that right up there in the corner. Um, but, you know, there is this fourth stage that we call the crisis point. And what happens is as they're, you know, working up to the crisis point, they're learning how to have good connections with you. And they're enjoying this, obviously. But when they get to the crisis point, they're, they're having to face the reality of the two of you actually getting back together and everything that that might mean. You know, does that mean that I need to, like, admit that I was wrong? Does that mean that I need to tell all our friends and family that we're seeing each other again? Does that mean that I need to end some sort of rebound relationship or something like that? And suddenly things are starting to get real. Don't get me wrong. They like connecting with you and everything. But this whole process of spending time with my ex, talking to my ex and all of that, it's going from some sort of hypothetical thing to something that's getting real. And when it's getting real, that's when they actually need to start realistically 
you know, moving things around in their life and actually saying, is this something that I want to do? If so, it's time to make some big choices. And they obviously don't want to just get back together with you and then have you vanish on them. And it's like, oh, whoa, you know, you, you wanted to get back together? Well, I thought I, I was just being nice. Uh, I'm sorry you ended things with a rebound relationship just to get back together with me. It sucks to be you, right? <laughs> Nobody wants to end up in that sort of embarrassing place. And so what they're going to do is they're going to... Um, try to relieve the pressure, not not in that they're testing you, not in that they're playing mind games with you or anything like that. I mean, I guess that could be possible, but most likely they're just doing it because they're trying to relieve the pressure. Obviously, when they're in this place where they have to make a real choice about getting back together with you, it would be much more convenient for them if you weren't serious about getting back together with them. And it was just like, oh, well, they weren't that serious anyway. Good thing I didn't end things with the rebound. They weren't that serious anyway. Good thing I didn't tell my mom and dad and friends and everything that we're actually seeing each other again. Good thing um, I didn't stick my neck out there on the line and, you know, move back to, the, to this city or town or whatever. And so they're trying to relieve the pressure um, just to see if you'll take the bait and uh, uh, walk away, right? This isn't some sort of mind game. This is them just being confronted by a, a real decision that they're a little bit scared to make. And so what they might do is they might say things like, oh, you deserve so much better than me, or there's, there's so many other men or women out there that would love to date someone like you. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm the right type for you, or, uh, you know, I, I've got so much stuff going on, I, I think you deserve better, or, you know, things like that, right, where they're kind of like discounting themselves. Sure, there might be some sort of self-esteem component involved, but what this sort of discounting themselves actually uh, signifies is that they like you and that they are trying to relieve that pressure and let you off the hook easy, okay? Now, because this is the crisis point, this is where it makes sense to sort of show them that you actually do care, that you actually do want to be close to them, that you actually may even want to have a relationship with them. This is where it makes sense to stick your neck out on the line and say all of the things that, you know, you may have been encouraged not to say from watching other videos and seeing other things on the internet where people are like, you know, yeah, um, you know, never let your ex know you like them. Yeah, uh, always make them think that you could care less and stuff like that. You know, this is where you can break those rules and say, hey, I get it. Yeah, there might be other men or women out there that would want to be with me, but you know what? I like you. You're the, you're the person that I really want to be with right now. And because they're coming from this place of, hey, I'm scared to make this big decision, when they hear that, it's going to actually give them the courage to step through that um, open door and actually create a path for the two of you to get back together. Um, you don't need to play the mind games, especially at this point. I don't think you need to play the mind games at all, but especially at this point, you don't need to play the mind games of like, yeah, you know, there's like a million other women that are like blowing up my phone. I, I totally know what you mean, right? You're, you're not meeting them where they're at emotionally. And so they're going to think, oh, wow, you know, there are a million other women trying to get to this guy. Good thing I'm not trying to, to, to get back together with him. Good thing I didn't make any moves because why would he choose me over all these other, you know, Instagram models or whatever, right, um, that he's following on Instagram. Anyway, we want to be careful about all of this stuff. These are some unusual signs that you and your ex can work things out. 
if you are interested in getting back together with, with your ex, you may be interested in our course called the X Solution Program. It's been around for almost 10 years. Hard to believe, but about 10 years ago today, I was uh, proofreading the initial rough draft of the X Solution Program and getting ready to actually uh, put it up on the internet. Uh, still not sure what we're going to do. We're probably going to do s something for like the 10-year celebration. I don't know what, but uh, we'll figure it out. But anyway, if you are interested in the X Solution program, you can find a link to it over at modernlove.life slash ESP. That's modernlove.life slash E as in X, S as in solution, and P as in program. Also stands for extrasensory perception. Uh, it's a long story, but you know, there were very few domain names available back then. So we got X solution program. The, the idea was like, okay, maybe we could also kind of call it ESP as like a fun little thing. Cause you know, when you're able to connect so well, it's almost like you can read their mind or something like that. That was what I was thinking back then anyway, in, in, <laughs> in 2011. Anyway, um, thanks so much for watching this. If you did like this video, give it a thumbs up. Thanks so much. Please take care and I'll talk to you next time.